What's up, y'all? What's up? Mills DeVargo here. Mills Speaks here. Um, live uh, again this week. Um, so this is, um, first things first, this beat is, uh, it's a special little beat because I think I was in love and love when I made this beat. Oh my God. I don't know the year. I have no idea what the year is. Probably somewhere around, like, um, I don't know. Ugh. Maybe, uh, I was definitely still in college, so, so yeah, in love, in love, so this was a, uh, you know, something that I had going on at the time, so, so yeah, I am, um, it's Sunday, it's Sunday afternoon, I, I, I've been lazy today and this weekend, I, I normally would do this on a Friday or Saturday, and it, the latest I had done it was like a Sunday morning, but you know, that's just the way it is, I think I found the source of my, my feedback issue, yeah, I think it's this fan, I have a fan in my room, and it's one of those big Lasco fans, and I love it, because I needed to sleep, okay, but I think that's what the problem is, um, alright, alright, so I brought the beat down already, um, let's just go ahead and get started, um, so I'm currently watching basketball. It's basketball Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday, and I um, I've got uh, Boston against Milwaukee, which is a really good matchup this this time around in the second round. Um, and then the very next game, which is the game, the important one, okay? Uh, Golden State, Golden State is is starting with Houston uh, Rockets uh, in their home. And I'm actually concerned. I'm really concerned. I think I'm going to suit up. I think I need to go grab the jersey, put it on, okay? Because I think they need all the help they can get. I, I mean, everybody knows the Golden State's good and Steph's great and all the other people are fantastic. But, like, I don't know, man. They've been playing like punks lately, and I'm here to tell you. If they play the way they played in the first round, in the second round, they're going to get beat. But, on the same token, if Houston plays the same way, that they asked played in the first round. Yeah, Golden State might be alright. So, who knows. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited about this game. I just know it's going to be turnt. Um, it starts in about 15 minutes, so I'll be recording while it's on and I'll be watching. So, I might be distracted later. Don't uh, don't hold anything against me for that. Alright. So, the first thing I have written down on my sheet is the heat. The heat equals hell. It's a whole equation, Jesus. The heat equals hell. It's been very hot. It's going to continue to get hot. I live in South Carolina. This is nothing new to us. But at the same time, it's still aggravating. And the only reason it's aggravating is because I work with and live around people who just love the fucking summer and love the heat and being outside and shit. And to me, the summer, you know, okay, cool. It's cool. You know, you get to put your little clothes on and shit and you can be cute and, you know, less is more, all right, in the summer and it's great. But, I mean... Realistically, I mean, what am I doing? Like, when I'm not, like, having a good time, like, hanging out, like, I don't want to be sweating under my damn tits. Simple. I don't want to be sweating in my head. Okay? The back of my neck? Come on! Jesus, be a fence. I mean, if you're standing outside and you're talking on the phone, that crease in your goddamn, like, the other side of your elbow, okay? That crease will have water in it. I mean, come on. I can't take it. My socks are wet when I get home. What is this about? Shit. My damn pants. God damn. Ugh. Stomach. It's just, it's just hot. I hate it. I hate it. Okay? Born and raised in South Carolina. I hate the heat. Shocker. Is it some, some southern, some southerners that don't like lots of traits of the South. Okay? I'm one of them. My hands up. Y'all can't see, but I'm definitely one of them. I, uh, fuck it. Let me put both hands up. Fuck it. Ugh. It's disgusting. There's nothing I can do about it. My job keeps the job cold as a meat locker. And then when you go outside, you get slapped in the face with the heat. It's almost like you walked from, you know, the North Pole into a sauna. Okay? And vice versa. Okay? So when you come out of the heat and get directly into the shock... The, the, the shock cold, alright? Shit. 
It's like when you take, like, uh, when you're cooking. I don't know if y'all watch Food Network and shit, but, you know, when you're cooking and, uh, and, like, uh, like, doing, like, green beans or something like that. The, the way you're supposed to do it, okay? Let's just say the way that people do it and the way that some people don't do it. Let's not say supposed to, but let's just go with supposed to because this is what they do most of the time on the Food Network. Um, so we have to assume that that is the way it should be, but who knows, right? Um, there's no rules, but, um, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to cook your, your, your stuff, you know, cook, say your green beans, your snap peas, you know, your broccoli, whatever, right? And then you take it out of the heat and then you throw it in an ice bath because, because it's supposed to, uh, it's supposed to shock it to stop it from cooking. And then not only does that stop it from cooking, but it also keeps your stuff really, really green. It doesn't get to looking brown and wilted and gross and whatever, right? So that's exactly how I feel when I come in to the job from outside. I feel like somebody has just shocked me and, you know, I still look the same, but I'm definitely dead, okay? I still look the same, but I'm dead. But it's all good. I mean, what are you going to do? This isn't the first job that's tried to freeze me out. And it's not the last job that will try to freeze me out, I would imagine. So, um, so yeah, that's the equation. Uh, heat equals hell. Uh, and then uh, I have a dash buck this. So, I'm not sure what that was. But I just know that it's worse. It's the worst situation ever. Um, so, I... I have a, a co-worker, we were talking the other day, I don't know what day this was, maybe Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever, a, a day that ends in Y. Um, we were at work, and the co-worker loves Beyonce, and, you know, it's been three months, it's been three months since, uh, excuse me, three years, I'm sorry, I need to get my life together, it's been three years since Beyonce dropped Lemonade. And so what she did as a gift to us, okay, you're welcome, um, really a gift to you all, okay, because I've, I've been jamming to it, um, for some time now, but as a gift to you all, she has allowed Lemonade to stream on all platforms, which it, it did not previously, it was only released on Tidal, and, um, she did that on purpose, um, basically to strong arm and strong hold folks like Spotify, Apple Music, every other streaming service that, that you guys pay for that is not title, right? So I understand where a lot of you people get upset, like, oh my god, why should they do that? They can't do that. But yeah, yeah, they can. That's just actual freedom of being able to do what the hell you want to do with your music at any given time. And I will always be here for that. I'm always here for the artist. I'm never here for the consumer, even though I am a consumer. I am, I'm always here for the artist doing what the artist needs to do to get to the money, uh, realistically, because I know how they get screwed. So it's just, it's what it is. Um, so yeah, um, so she just allowed that for you people, uh, to be able to stream Lemonade. The co-worker was upset or, or excited, maybe? I'm not sure. She wanted to buy Lemonade, uh, because she said she refuses to, to pay for a streaming service. Now, now here's the deal. I, I can never tell anybody what to do with their money, okay? Because I don't pay any bills over there at her household. None. Zero. Okay? So, $10 a month might be, you know, better used elsewhere. Okay? And that's real. But, but, I can say with some certainty that I would not want to purchase just one album for 13 some odd dollars, uh, period. There's no more to that sentence. I'm not, I don't want to do it. Um, I want to get more bang for my buck. But at the same time, her her point after all of that was, well, I could pay the $13.49 one time and have the album and listen to it as much as I want. I could watch the Lemonade, you know, video on the DVR because she still has a DVR three years later, which I think is the best thing I heard all week. Um, I think if I still had Dish Network, I probably would still have it too because I definitely had it. Um... I definitely had it on the DVR, and I had, um, there used to be this show called, um, dang, what 
was that show called on um, Bravo? Um, the People's Couch, right? And the People's Couch. And so what they would do is they would like have cameras in various people's homes throughout wherever they were. Look like California, but who knows? And they would record them watching various shows and reacting. And then of course they would edit all of this stuff together to make it a show. And they allowed um, Lemonade to be one of the shows. They did all the good shows too i'm talking um have and have nots i'm talking um, um scandal how to get away with murder all of the shows that people actually watch that's that's what they did so they did lemonade and um there was lots of people involved in watching this um there was a group a family of uh, a white dad and his three daughters they looked like they were you know like teenagers not young teenagers but like grown teenagers um 19 18 19 whatever and um so they were watching it and the girls was getting their entire life they love beyonce then they had the three gay boys who those boys were so damn cute except for one he had the weird hair so he went all that cute but they they stand they lived for it and then you know a few other people um the two black girls uh they definitely was here but everything that was happening in the lemonade movie um so it was just dope so i um number one i used to want to be on that show so i wish that they still had that show going because that's dope but whatever um so back back to the point of bringing all that up i would still if i had dish network i'd probably still have that and the lemonade um visual okay if you will um probably still so uh shout out to her with that um but it just reminded me of 2006 and i told her i said listen you've taken us back to 2006 back to vcast and you know only a few of you're gonna know what vcast is because i feel like only a few people really had those phones back in the day but in 2006 i graduated from um i graduated from university of south carolina in 2005 and in 2006 february 2006 i started my very well my second real job in a call center at verizon wireless um and that was around the time when they released the vcast phones the phones where they had the little uh mp3 playing buttons on it and you could put a card in there and you could just download all your music and put it on there and you could listen to your music on your phone and it'd be like yeah you know da, da, da. and it, 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 listen that was the beginning okay that was the beginning and what we have now is just what we have now and um now it's no question of course your phone's gonna be able to play your music but before you know those were special special phones it was two phones it was the lg envy right or the v okay and then it was the uh the lg 8100 okay you're welcome for these numbers okay you probably don't remember any of that stuff probably only my verizon folks will remember this um but you know LG came out with these phones all the time. It, every year it was a new one. So it started with 8100, then it was 8200, then it was 8350, and then it was 80. You see what I'm saying? So it, they they never deviated. Um, but yeah, so I told her, I said, I said, you remind me of VCast. You remind me of Rhapsody when people, you know, get their music and just load it on there, and, and that's just what they have. And so I, I'm saying all this to say that I just. I want her to get into 2019. I do. She said to me uh, that they they already do a streaming service, so they should just go ahead and get rid of whatever they have and just do title. Then that way she could have all the content, um, all the Beyonce content, all the videos, all of the everything, and then there's no problem there. You see? So, I mean, hopefully this pitch was good enough for her, and hopefully the day that I talked to her about that, that was good enough. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, sports game update. Uh, Golden State is not playing yet, but um, they're shooting around, and, and my boy Steph tweaked his ankle, and so did Clay Thompson. He tweaked his ankle um, in the last game, both of them. And I said, well, GD. Now, Steph did end the game with 20-some points. He came back after they probably wrapped that, that ankle up and such. Listen, Steph's got ankles like um, wet paper towels, okay? Tissue paper is what his ankles is like. Uh, so, you know, he, he's, he's bound to get hurt regardless. And I, I did say the other day, I said, damn, Steph ain't got hurt yet. I said, we might be doing pretty good. So, you know, I spoke too soon, obviously. Um, I don't, this has nothing to do with the, with the streaming stuff. I just saw it. I looked up on the TV and I saw it 
it looks like the Celtics took game one, so good for them, um, because they're playing against the Greek Freak, and, um, I, I love Giannis, I think he's, he's great, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, the way they've been winning games all year, um, they've been doing well, but I think when it comes to the playoffs, you have to do something different, and they, people have the ability to prepare for you, um, they will always beat you, unless you bring another element to your game, so, that's just that. Alright, so, let's get out of that, so, like I said, um, Kathleen, go ahead and sign up for title, it's $9.99, if you can get yourself a three-month, six-month trial, that'd be great, you'll enjoy it, um, if not, then pay the $13.49 for the Beyonce album, I guess, um, and enjoy the Homecoming movie on Netflix, yes, be fan-damn-tastic, fan-damn-tastic. Um, back to basketball, um, a couple of nights ago, um, Portland was playing, um, OKC, and the problem, the problem with that whole sentence is, is that OKC should have won more games than they did, but they only won one, and then they got bounced out of the first round. Um, Dame, Dame, Damian Lillard is his name, but you might have heard him referred to as Dame Dalla, Dame Time, Dame blouses, okay, my man, um, hit the game-winning series-ending shot, uh, to send OKC home for the rest of the year, they go on fishing, go on fishing now, and, uh, man, he had to be, like, he was almost, like, he was close to half-court, like, it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, like, a regular ass three, okay, not a Ray Allen three, it was like a Steph Curry three, you feel me, it was, it was, uh, it was something intense, so I, I really enjoyed the shit out of that, so shout out to them, shout out to them, so hopefully, I think they play this evening, I think they, they play game one this evening against, um, against, uh, Denver, or maybe they play tomorrow, since Denver played yesterday, and they went to game seven, so maybe they play tomorrow, but I, I, I'll take a look at it, I'm pretty sure Denver's gonna get molly whopped. Um, I think the Trailblazers will end up going to the Western Conference Finals, and they'll end up playing whoever the hell wins this series between Golden State and um, Houston Rockets. Prayerfully, it'll be Golden State, but realistically speaking, I mean, it doesn't matter who comes out of this. I think they're going to have a very hard time beating the Trailblazers. But, you know, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get to that when we get there. Um, all right, my next thing on my list is Flint, Michigan. It looks like recently uh, the residents of Flint were given the ability to sue the government. Um, I, I also read, I thought I read that they had been given the 50 plus million dollars to fix the, the system, which I thought was interesting. Now you guys can find the money to, to fix the system after Jaden Smith, uh, Will and Jada's kid, uh, goes up here with like his water machines and, you know, like a solution uh, to, the, to the problem. I thought that was really fascinating. So, um, hopefully, the people of Flint can have fresh water very, very, very soon in every home. That'd be great. Um, but the problem is, is that the damage is already done. These kids are already poisoned. These people are already poisoned. They're already disabled. They're debilitated. You know what I'm saying? They, it's just, it's just, it's extremely unfortunate. So, yeah, the ability to be able to sue the government is going to be phenomenal. Um, it'll be great to see what comes of this. Now, obviously, suing the government... Um, suing the state, I would imagine not the the federal government, but suing the state is kind of like a uh, double-edged sword, cutting your nose off to spite your face kind of thing, because if you sue the state, you know, I guess the question's always, well, if you sue the state, could you really, um, prosper, you know, will the state go under or some shit like that, but that's really not a concern, the state wasn't goddamn concerned about y'all's life, so don't y'all dare be concerned about that damn state, the government is there to help, okay, and they'll do what they have to do, so hopefully, you know, they'll be able to, um, reimburse you guys, everybody who's had to do all kinds of ridiculous shit to live, okay, to your basic human right of being able to drink clean water because I'm sorry you guys will say it's not a human right but it is because water was put here it was put here on this earth and you people decided to take it harness it charge for it you know what I'm saying do all of these things to it all of that stuff meanwhile before man the water was the water and it was fine so you know whatever man I just hope that we can get our shit together 
Um, hope we can get our shit together. Um, so, so hopefully they'll something good will happen. I, I really pray we get more news out of Flint within the next few months with this whole thing because they should have been, they should have been got this fixed. Um, and again, I, I will touch on again the fact that people decided to donate crazy amounts of money to you know, fix Notre Dame in Paris, but didn't want to donate that same money to help folks here in this damn country, okay, and it doesn't have to just be Flint, it's tons of issues in this country that money could solve, uh, funding could solve, um, but, you know, I guess we all pay attention to the shit that we pay attention to, the Nipsey in me says that I just need to go ahead and not be concerned about that, and just keep uh, trying to do what I can do, um, I'm headed to a, uh, a real estate meeting, next Saturday, I think, or sat, yeah, next Saturday, and basically, I'm trying to get my Nipsey on, I'm trying to see what it takes to, to learn these real estate things, be able to gobble up some properties, I need to start an LLC, I'm sure, um, all of these things, I mean, realistically speaking there's so many commercial buildings all over this city and and probably your city too and um wherever you are and um so many commercial buildings or buildings that could be used for commercial residential you know all of these things so I, i just want to uh i just want to go ahead and and get that started so i'll be excited if i can get that uh, going, if I could get some rental properties and start, you know, buying up various parts of the city, that'd be great, um, that's the way that you make the, the change that you want to see, so, that's what my goal is, short term, here, long term, obviously, be able to, to own way more, you know, um, but, you know, baby steps, so I'll go to the meeting, I'll get the knowledge, I'll try to apply it, I'll do what I can do, so, y'all wish me luck in that, um, so, and then hopefully when I get to a place where I've got the money coming in where I can, then we can figure out how we can do things to, you know, help others out more, you know what I'm saying? But right now, my main focus is South Carolina. My main focus is where I live, the community in which I'm from. So, I have another segment here. It says, parents getting older. <laughs> so, my mom, um, and my dad. Um, so my dad is, is three years older than my mom. My mom is 61, dad is 64. Uh, they both are, they're not ill, ill, but they're not at the best of their health either. And I, I'm 35, I'll be 36 this year. So 25 and 28 years younger than the both of them. And, um, you know, here's the deal. It's not easy. It's not easy dealing with this, especially uh, the fact that, you know, for the most part, it's just me, you know, dealing with it. I, I do have some family that kind of helps out where they can, which is helpful. Um, but, you know, you do what you can do for your people. My goal is to make sure that mom and dad are good always. Um, so, like I told you guys before, my dad had a prognosis um, back in August of 2018 uh, where he wasn't supposed to live past December, or excuse me, past October 2018, and here it is, April, almost May 2019, so my dad is a fighter, he is the best, my mom is also a fighter, both parents, cancer survivors, um, just incredible people who just did what they could do to stay here for me, <laughs> so, um, so my mom has a had a bout with vertigo, and it, those of you who know about vertigo, it's it's extremely unfortunate. Like, it's, I, I pray I never get it, but you know, my my grandmother's plagued with it, my mother's plagued with it, so I, I can only imagine that that might be something that kind of um, meets meets me at some point in life. Um, you know, in the next twenty years, I guess. Hopefully not, but you never know. So, um, but it's an inner ear thing. It's it's um, you get extremely dizzy. Um, you're so dizzy so much that you're 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 vomiting, you're ill, you can't hold your head up, you can't stand up, you can't walk, you can't do any of those things. And um, my mom was, um, she got up one night to go use the bathroom, and I um, and I was asleep, of course, I was asleep, 
and I was coughing. I woke up, I coughing and such, and I heard her call for me. And it was like one in the morning, maybe two in the morning or something like that. And she's like, I was calling you for hours. You know, she just, she couldn't get up, you know, out of the bathroom. And I was just so upset. I was like, my God. So, you know, I went, I think I went into work. Um, I, think I, I think I called out one day, went in the next day, and then had to leave early one of the other days simply because I needed to make sure she was good. Uh, and it's just... It's just a stress, stressful situation. Um, you know, my anxiety level is extremely high because I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can for her. Then I'm worried about my my job. You know, I don't want to. You know, you don't want to call out. You don't want to do these things. You don't want to uh, break rules. You don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do any of that stuff. You want to just be able to live your life. And so I, my anxiety level was extremely high last week. Um, mom is doing better. She's feeling better. She's up moving around a bit. I'm um, still not able to be up as much, which is okay because, you know, it's just too soon. Um, we've got a graduation this weekend, so who, who knows if she'll be able to go to that. I mean, I'm not going to push her. I'm not going to push her at all. If she can't, she can't, you know, but hopefully she can. You know, we love our, our little cousin Ash and she's, she's everything to us. So we want to make sure we're there for her, but you know your health comes first you have to make sure that you're able to do the things that you want to do and the things that you need to do you got to be able to make sure you're good um so that's the priority um that's the priority um but that's where the majority of my drive comes from with trying to get this podcast thing going trying to get you know um these multiple streams of income like I just want to make sure my family is good. Simple. That's it. That's the only thing I care about. That's it. I want to be able to do things I want to do too. But I want to make sure that... I want to make sure that my family's good. And shout out to my mom. Because she's, you know... She's always like, I don't want you worrying about me. Like, what are you saying, lady? Who... Well, well how... What? How, Sway? How? How am I not going to worry about you? You know? So, that's just... You know, parents are a trip. So I, I love both my parents. I want to make sure they're good, and I just want to do everything in my power to, to, to put them and myself in position to, to be good and to be winning. Um, having positivity in your life from friends and family is also key. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, have family that they can go to. Um, I have a lot of family. But I don't know that I have a lot of family I can go to about things like this. Sometimes you just have to um, just take it to friends. You know, people who aren't going to judge you per se. People who are going to listen to you wholeheartedly and hear what you're saying. Feel what you mean. You know what I mean? And and also, more importantly, people who aren't just going to go run tell your business to the rest of the family, right? You want people who are, you know, going to be in your damn corner. Like, for real, for real. So, um... So I've, I've got that. I've got a, a good support system with friends who, you know, try to keep me grounded. And I say try because I'm not the easiest patient. Um, so um, they try to keep me grounded. They try to keep me up. And, and I appreciate them all um, because I know me. I know how I can be. So anybody that tries, anyone that tries, I have love for. And I, I, I know, I know I'm not easy to deal with. So. I really appreciate everybody who's who's been there for me, been understanding, been a listening ear, um, a shoulder to cry on, shoulder to lean on, whatever. Thank you very much. Um, so, and then I have down here energy because I I really felt like I really felt like this week and actually the past couple of weeks have been all about energy. I I feel like there has been an attack on energy, like really good, positive, chill energy. I feel like there's been an attack on that. I mean, and not just from my friends or family or anything, but just in general, you know, like I have, a, I have, you know, I've had over the past couple of weeks, people have been having, you know, various problems, you know, and I've had to make real decisions on whether or not I was really going to invite that energy into my damn life. Like it was legit. Like I needed, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just have to be like, do I even really want to deal with this? Do I want this? Do I need it? 
And I feel like if that answer to that question is no, or if you're even asking that question, the answer is most likely no. Um, you shouldn't have people around you who can influence that energy so heavy. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And I say that, but I don't, um, I say that, but I think we all have the ability to affect other people's energy. You know, I have, um, just at my house, if I'm in a bad mood, that puts my mom in a bad mood, vice versa. Like, if, if, if I'm sad, the dog knows I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, she comes and she just comes and looks at me, you know, the, you know, the energy is contagious, um, at work. Uh, you know, if, if I'm pissed off, my work partner isn't talking, you know what I'm saying? She's not going to talk to me <laughs> because I'm mad and she doesn't want to get her head bit off, which I, I try not to do that, but you know, you you try, but sometimes you fail, fuck, and so, um, you know, it's just, you just have to be mindful of how not only people affect your energy, but how you affect other people's energy, how your energy fucking affects other people, because, you know, I know for a fact that when I'm upset, I can change the mood in the room, I know for a fact I can, I've witnessed it, I know that I can do it, I know, and I don't, I don't, I don't like it, I don't like it at all, because I would like to be in my own pissed off ass, you know, attitude, having mood, without affecting other people like that, I don't want other people to be upset, simply because I'm upset, so I, you know, I can, uh, I can understand that, so you have to be able to see how your energy affects other people, I think I had a, um, I had a, a conversation with, um, with a boss of mine once and um i told him i said listen man your energy is the problem okay <laughs> bruh you come in here you slamming those okay you come in here you pissed off you be marching up and down the you know the aisle you know you're doing all of this stuff listen listen you're stressing us out you're stressing your people out and you're not communicating and i think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people feel like they can't communicate when they're upset like that simply because they um what is happening i'm sorry i'm watching i'm watching the game and, and it's just i just don't I, what okay so all right i won't i won't be paying attention to the game anymore because i just don't understand what's, what the fuck's going on over there on the tv screen okay come on steph come on Come on, Clay. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, I, I think it's important. So I, you know, I, t- I used to tell him all the time. Listen, your energy's jacked up. You know, you can't come with people like that. You know, you can't do that. You know, blah blah blah. It's important that you understand when you do certain things. This is how people are affected. And I think every boss should know that. I think I've had this conversation with my my existing boss. I had this conversation with a few of my coworkers, you know, current and past. You know, you just, people never know. And if there's a thing called pulling somebody's coat, and that's an old term, I feel like. Because I feel like people don't really use that anymore like they used to. But my mom um, used to use that term all the time when I was growing up. And, you know, she would always say well thanks for pulling my coat boo you know and basically it's checking somebody but them being receptive to the check that's really all it is because you can always check somebody but it's it's really based on the person's reaction to how they're going to be like well who the fuck you think you are trying to tell me you know what i mean or or saying wow i didn't know that i was doing that i had no damn idea I don't care about the fact that I'm doing that, but I did not know that, the, you know, I don't mind that reaction either. I think that it's important, it's important to, um, to self-assess. You have to self-assess. If you're not going to self-assess ever, then you really have no room to complain about other people. You know what I mean? Um, because I mean, look at, think about all of the people that you, um, think about all the people that you say you work with or that you you hang out with are people who constantly come at you on some crazy stuff you know so in those situations when people are coming at you on you know ridiculous things or you know um whatever whatever the circumstance could be when those people are coming at you at, at that point a lot of people get mad right they get mad who do they think they are you know i try to think 
well, damn, did I do something to make this person think this way, feel this way, whatever, you know what I'm saying, if I come up with a no, then I'm on some, what the fuck is the matter with you, you know what I'm saying, but, but if, if I just took that moment, that, take that beat to say, damn, did I do something to fuck up, okay, because, I mean, your reaction could be 100% valid, I I don't know, maybe, let me think about it, people never do that, though, they always um, go on defense all the time, and they never want to stop and think about the fact that, oh, maybe I fucked up, maybe I hurt their feelings, maybe, maybe I was wrong in a situation, you know, um, so, you know, I think, I learned that, and I learned that when I was myself a manager, um, I was a vendor manager, I was over, I think, at the time, um, about five or six vendors, um, at that one time, and I think that was the most at the time, I think, and, and that was just, like, at a point where we were about to merge and, you know, release some, so I think I eventually got down to two main vendors, but, I mean, it was six total, and they were all overseas, and, um, it was all conference calls, emails, um, instant messengers, all of those things, and, um, I had to learn quick, you know, and nothing teaches you, like, number one, experience, and then number two, experience with people where English is a second language, you learn really quickly how to use your language, and really, you learn really quickly how to communicate better when you have to talk to people where English is their second language, and I, I, I've been so, I benefited tremendously just from that experience, honestly, um, from a worldly perspective, um, so, I actually miss that, I miss, I miss doing that, because I think that's my wheelhouse, I think that's, um, what I'm best at, getting, getting, um, production, um, out of people is my main thing, like, I'm really good at that, I'm really good at motivating, I'm really good at coaching, I'm good at saying, hey, this is how you did this, but realistically speaking, and you missed a step, and you need to do this, and the fact that you did this like this, you missed that, you know, I, I, I think I'm really, I'm really into that, that kind of stuff, so, you know, hopefully, you know, that type of experience, or that type of opportunity will present itself soon, um, but I learned that doing that job, and, and being clear on what we're asking, being clear on the message, if you're clear on the message, then the action and the execution shouldn't be that hard, but, you know, that's easier said than done, those are just words that are spoken, you know what I mean, because uh, you have to always execute, so, um, so again, the energy that you give off, the energy that you let in, just watch it, just, just, just watch it, just watch it, because you just never know what you're inviting, you never know what you're inviting, and it's quite okay to say, no, I'm good. No. It's okay. Like, I have a friend who, at her job, they want her to do a whole, a whole nother job. So, if you've ever worked in a call center, you know that there's classroom training, then there's on-the-job training, or transition, or whatever they call it, okay? And where you basically do the job that you were hired for, but you have training wheels on. You've got, you know, training um, people all around. You can raise your hand. They'll come help you. All of these things. Um, so they want her to do that. They want her to be a supervisor of those people. They want her to do the existing job that she's doing as trainer. Then they also want her to do the job she was doing before she got the promotion. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, no, 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 no. I said, no, they asking you to do too much. They don't want to pay you more money, which is a problem. And, you know, what's the point? What's, what's, what's the point here? You know what I mean? And, and not only do they want to not give you the money, they don't want to compromise and say, okay, well, we'll take these tasks off of your, off of your, uh, your list to, we, we can't financially compensate you, which is bullshit, and they can, we can't financially compensate you, but we will take the, you know, they won't even do this, they just want her to just do it, just do it, just do it. And it's like, nah, you gotta be able to say no. No is a, is a full sentence. No is not disrespectful. No is something that everybody should be, feel really comfortable saying. It's a no. And the problem is, is that we have a problem saying no. And it's really not we as a people. It's really women. Women have a problem saying no because we don't want to be looked at as, like, inflexible. 
You know what I mean? We want to be as open as possible. We want to be able to say, okay, I'll do this. All of these things. Because we care so much about the other person. We're empathetic. And we're sympathetic. You know what I'm saying? Men have no problem saying no. Fuck that. No. Hell no. You know? But women have a problem saying no. They do. That's just a fact of the matter. Just have a problem saying no. So, um, you know, I just think it's it'll be really good if protect your energy at all times that's all it is protect your energy coming out going out and coming in because things are so crazy now it it literally takes nothing for people to snap literally nothing for people to snap and be like all right i'm coming to shoot up the building you know that kind of thing so just actively work on your energy that's all i ask Let's see what I have on my next sheet. Hometown Spotlight. So, I have two businesses that I wanted to um, spotlight. Um, one is called Authentic Authentic Bites. And that is my girl, Nisi. Her name is Danielle Miller. Uh, we went to high school together. Um, she's a year ahead of me, I believe. And, and she, over the past, I want to say three or four years... She's really started doing the cooking thing and now catering and now she sells the plates on Fridays, Thursdays, Fridays or whatever it is. And it's some of the best looking shit that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, um, if you want to take a look, um, her IG name is Authentic Bites, all all one word, um, same deal on Facebook, um, same deal probably every other social media, but right now I think it's just Facebook and Instagram where I actually follow. And, you know, we're from the South. We're from Hilton Head. It's not even just the South. We're from Hilton Head. And, um, and we do, we're all about crabs. We're all about shrimps. We're all about fish. We're all about our seafood. Okay? All about it. Um, there is this crab ball. Okay? Shrimp ball. Uh, frogmore stew. I mean, it doesn't matter how you say it. The end of the day, you're throwing corn, potatoes, shrimps, okay, crabs, you're throwing that across the picnic table with the nice little, uh, tablecloth on it, you know, that can be thrown away, kind of like a tarp, you're gonna be dumping that out, and we're gonna eat directly from there, okay, that is where we're coming from, and she has so many different things that she makes, um, the favorite thing that I've seen her make has been the um, crab stuffed lobster tail. <laughs> listen, listen, I need it all. Um, looks like she did a stuffed salmon as well, which you can never really go bad with stuffed salmon. Um, shout out to Sam's with the stuffed salmon pack. It's fourteen ninety nine. Um, it's been fourteen ninety nine since I'm a kid. Um, it's still fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> you get four big pieces of salmon. They get some kind of shrimp and crab mixture up in that bitch, and you put it in the oven for like an hour. Bitch, it's amazing. So shout out to that. Shout out to that. Um, it looks like she has. Um, she does her own. She's got her own seasoning as well. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. Um, it's like a spicy garlic butter sauce she created. It looks like she's she's selling it too in a 32 ounce bottle, um, and it's called Authentic Bites Spicy Garlic Butter Sauce. I pray that soon that will be in stores in the local area down in Hilton Head in Beaufort in Jasper County, Beaufort County. I just pray it's gonna be in all those stores. Hell, even go over to Savannah because hey, hey, okay. And then also on top of that. You know, you can sell that to restaurants. You can sell that to restaurants down there. There's, there's such a market. It's such a market down there for this that I'm pretty sure she knows all this and is doing it, and I just love it. So I will be tagging her on this. I will be um, uh, letting her know that I've talked about it on today's show. I pray that you guys, if you are down in the Hilton Head area, I pray that you reach out to Authentic Bites and get you some. I mean, you're going to get so much food. It's going to be amazing. And you're going to pay 
you know, maybe between $15 and $20, and it's going to be the best $15, $20 that you ever pay. And believe me, believe me, if you take your ass to any of the restaurants on Hilton Head, you're not even, $15, $20, that is not what you, you're going to pay way more than that um, sitting down in a restaurant. So, this is, um, this is really good shit. If I was still living down there, I would make the phone call. If I worked on Hilton Head, I'd make the phone call, send the text at about maybe 12, let her know, hey, I get off at this time, I'm gonna be here at that time, pick up my plate, here's cash after money, bam, Friday afternoon is done. I don't have to go out to get nothing to eat, I'm not going to the restaurants or anything like that, I got my food with me. And if I didn't want to do it on Friday, absolutely on Saturday, oh please, I get up early for that. So, um, so shout out to that. And again, um, uh, with the whole, um, uh, real estate thing, like that's a goal of mine is to get down there too. I mean, listen, if you go down there, you buy up a building, you literally do nothing with it. Pretty soon somebody's going to come around and want to buy that building from you, or they're going to want to rent. They're going to want to do something. Money will get in your pocket soon down there. So, I mean, I'm so excited about this. Um, and it'd be great. How dope would it be? To be able to get a building and then say, hey, hey, Nisi, let's bring Authentic Bites into this building. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know what I'm saying? Do it like that. That way I'm directly affecting business, local business. And also just, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm directly affecting black businesses, putting it back into the community, doing what we all say we loved that Nipsey did, right? So the Nipsey in me wants to do this, okay? Um... So, again, like, if you guys want to check her out, um, again, she is on um, Instagram and Facebook, Authentic Bites. Um, I, I even see, like, some kind of spice devil rolls. It looks like egg rolls with, with crab stuffing on the ends. Listen, Linda, I need all of this. Nisi, I need all of it. Damn, I need all of it. Okay? So, that's one. Um, that's one. I was going to do two. But you know what? I'm going to get a little more information on the next one, and then I'll mention it on the next show. At the end, we'll do uh, a hometown spotlight. So I hope that you guys um, can check her out. Even if you can't get to Hilton Head, even if you can't, you know, do any of those things, just go ahead and go ahead and find her on Instagram and Facebook. Follow her, like her, do whatever you need to do, um, support her. And also comment and tell her Mill Speaks sent you. Mill Speaks sent you. You know, just so that we can we can cross promote. You know, um, so that's all I really had, guys. I don't have much else. I will be at this point sitting back or watching this game because 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 now we're at a point where Golden State is now down. Okay, they're now down. They were up, but now they're down, 17 to 16. So I really have to shift my attentions. Okay. Um, but, um, that's all. That's all. I think I have new, um, I think I have a new shout out to where, um, all of my stuff is, all of my, uh, my links and such. Um, you guys know that I was struggling with Apple, finally got onto iTunes and, you know, Apple Podcasts and all that crap. All right. I was also struggling with iHeartRadio. I definitely got on iHeartRadio. I'm on there now. Take a look. Mill Speaks. Go ahead and search it. I'm in there. So now there's so many free platforms and so many free um, apps that I'm on. It's fantastic. I'll run through the list in just a moment. Um, another platform that I was added to is Audio Junkie. Um, it's a That's a really big platform too. Um, so I'm there. So I am in all places. And I will start the list here. Audio Junkie. iHeartRadio. Blueberry. Castbox, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spreaker. Spreaker. Spreaker might be over. I might be over Spreaker because um, they keep sending me emails talking about my limit and all of this. And it's just, eh, it's not even worth it. So I probably will get out of Spreaker, but um, I'll probably just try to get my content on to Spreaker itself as opposed to being on uh, speaker from like a, yeah, from like a podcaster's standpoint. Um, so, so yeah, I am, I'm basically in so many different places now. Um, there's a, uh, 
there's an app that I also use, guys. I, I meant to mention this earlier. There's an app that I use called Podcoin, and Podcoin is so dope. Um, they you basically get paid to listen to podcasts. That's really what it's about. And um, I think so far within the past week or two that I've been using it, I've already gained 80 points. And basically, you get a point for every 10 minutes you listen. And with me, I listen, my my podcast is on here. It is on there. So I've listened to mine to get those points up. And then also, a lot of my podcasts that I listen to are um, over an hour or two long. Like um, like The Wreath is a two-hour, 15-minute podcast on every Thursday. Okay? So it's really easy for me to get my points and such. So you guys check it out. Um check it out as an app you'll really enjoy it and um just and just let me know what you think let me know what you think all right y'all well go ahead go ahead and bring this beat up i'm out i pray that you have a good uh week ahead uh we only got two more days left in april ish and then we're we're into may so i will talk to y'all next month holla